What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. With your host, Pastor Kathleen Panning. Kathleen Panning, who has been an ordained minister for over 35 years, brings her experience to your ministry. Be it energizing your staff or working through conflicts with your faith community. So now, please welcome the host of A Flame Ministry, Pastor Kathleen Panning. Welcome. This is a flame ministry. And yes, I am your host, Pastor Kathleen Panning. And as a reminder to everyone, um, like I do every show, to say that remind us that this is a show about ministry for people of all faiths, whether you're a professional in ministry or someone who is a part of the ministry of a faith community. This show is for you. And we do talk about two different goals in this um, uh, show, and one is to dispel misconceptions between faiths and build bridges when we can, and the second is to discuss issues of ministry that are common to all faiths, and um, we're focusing more on that second one today. Um, My guest today is Robin Hart Sutton, and Robin is a certified grief recovery specialist and a life coach with a background in education. While she was teaching English as a foreign language in Krakow, Poland, of all places, and that was in 2012, several of her students participating in her business English course experienced some devastating losses. But instead of canceling their private English tutoring sessions with Robin, they wanted to talk to her about their loved ones who had died. And Robin decided uh, through that experience to walk away from a successful English teaching career because uh, though she really enjoyed helping her students prepare for their job interviews and getting hired at their dream jobs, she realized she was even more passionate about learning to help people heal emotionally from painful losses. So she got trained and certified as a grief recovery specialist by the Grief Recovery Institute in 2015. And then in January of this year, 2018, she received additional training to teach the grief recovery method online. So Robin, welcome to Aflame Ministry. It's great to have you here. 
Thank you so much, Kathleen. It's great to be with you today. Now, when we talking about grief at this time of the year is uh, not something most people really want to do or think about with the holidays. I mean, this is the time of year where everybody's saying happy yeah. holidays or Merry Christmas or uh, happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever holiday somebody's mm-hmm. celebrating. But grief doesn't right. take time off during the holidays. <laughs> so yeah. say a little bit about what that might mean for someone. Yes, of course. And just like you said, grief does not take a vacation. And um, this time of year, though for a lot of people, it is a very happy and joyous time. For others, it is an especially painful time of year. For anyone who is missing someone really important to them, for anyone who has experienced a difficult change in their lives that have just left their heart in pieces, for anyone who's facing a future that just might not look like what they'd hoped for or dreamed of, it can be a really hard time of year. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I've had experiences as a pastor in a congregation where um, you talk about devastating losses. I, I remember one yeah. very painful one where it was like a week before Christmas and uh, a young man about 20, 21 years of age uh, died in a car accident and just oh. devastated the large extended yeah. family. And then how do you give a Christmas message in the face oh. of that? And th- But it really became a very powerful message uh, as well. So, uh, yeah. but that's a whole nother topic. Um, but you uh-huh. know, grief isn't just about losing someone through death. What other kinds of that's grief right. are there? That's right. Well, exactly. Um, one definition of grief that we learn about at the Grief Recovery Institute is that grief is the normal and natural reaction to loss of any kind, and that there are actually over 40 other losses besides death that can produce those painful feelings of loss. And those losses can range from even something like moving away from friends and loved ones, losing close connections. It can include experiencing a painful divorce, a romantic breakup, pet loss, and even um Losses incurred during childhood abuse or neglect that can bring up a lot of other losses, loss of trust, loss of connection, loss of control over one's body, loss of safety, and losses that people experience through having an accident and no longer being able to participate in their lives in the same way and the same activities that once brought them a lot of joy. That is a huge loss. Losses, mm-hmm. grief is also the conflicting feelings we have when something in our life changes in a major way. It, yeah, and that can be a lot of different things. I mean, just Absolutely. You can name almost anything. I, I, I mean, it, um, could be a child not getting the one gift they wanted for Christmas, for whatever uh-huh. that might be, uh, or for the holiday, you know. That could be a, a traumatic thing for them, uh, or not getting to see uh, a, a grandparent or somebody they'd hoped yeah. to see because 
plants changed or weather or something gets in the way. Um, so it can be, you know, it could be something huge. It can be something that most of us would consider minor, but for that individual, it can be really painful. Um, That's right. But, but also grief, um, you know, this is a time of year where with Thanksgiving and everything, we're supposed to be really grateful. Yes. There's grief yes. and gratefulness. Thank How you so much for bringing. To, yeah. Yes. Thank you, Kathleen, for bringing up this important point. Okay. So um, in talking to a lot of grievers, they have told me that not only are their hearts broken, but they feel terrible and they feel bad that they're feeling sad and heartbroken because they they were telling me that um every that you know they're always being told that they just need to be grateful and of course they they are grateful for example someone who lost somebody really close to them she was telling me that she she's so thankful for the time she had with her friend but that it's she's just devastated and, and crying and, and Mm -hmm. wishing that he could still be here right now. So feeling sad and feeling heartbroken about our losses, that doesn't mean that we're not grateful for all that's good and all that's beautiful in our lives. And it's so important that we allow ourselves permission to feel how we're feeling in the presence of, of a safe, person, somebody who will just allow us to feel those feelings instead of stuffing them deep down inside. Ah, yeah, that that brings up a whole other topic. Um, but, you know, it, to go back just for a second, um, you yes, know, yes. those conflicting feelings of feeling grateful, but also feeling sad and to realize that that's okay and that's normal. That's right. To yes. have both sets uh, yes. of feelings. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and to to celebrate the grateful part, but that doesn't mean ignoring the sad and the heartbroken and the the hurtful parts as well. So yes. thank you for um, sharing that. Yes, uh, yes. So yeah, to to remember both of those, and one of the things you were just mentioning is stuffing feelings and not feeling. Um, And I, you know, there's so much we can say about that. And doing that leads to, in many cases, something called unresolved grief. But we're going to have to take a break here. And I want to talk about that when we come back. So, um, have please stay tuned. Uh, this is a flame ministry here on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. We're going to come right back. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from 
and Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. MJ Domit is the owner of Expect to Be Empowered, a company whose specialty is empowering people to live their best life by following their heart and accepting themselves unconditionally. After studying and making personal changes, MJ now focuses on giving others tools for self-empowerment. She provides individual and group workshops for people who are physically, emotionally, and spiritually blocked. Inspired by her work at Expect to Be Empowered, MJ authored the book Waves of Blue Light, Heal the Heart and Free the Soul with a empowerment cards. She is a Spirit Book of the Year Gold Medal Living Now Book Award winner. And her book is a number one Amazon bestseller in spirituality and was a 2012 gold medal winner recognized as the Living Now Spirit Book of the Year. An inspirational speaker, MJ will show you how you can repurpose every area of your life. Your life did not just happen to you. You chose it, which means you can change it. Visit www.expecttobeempowered.com or call 866-264-8024. Welcome back. You are listening to Tune In Radio and the BBM Global Network. I'm Pastor Kathleen Panning, your host for Aflame Ministry. And my guest today is Robin Hart-Smith. She is a certified grief recovery specialist. And before the break, Robin, we were just starting to talk about something called unresolved grief. What is that? Thank you so much for asking. You know, I had absolutely no idea what unresolved grief was before I got trained and certified as a grief recovery specialist. And as part of my training, I was required to personally go through this program, the grief recovery method. And it was there that I learned about unresolved grief. And I realized that I had been walking through my life, carrying around a lot of unresolved grief in my life. And it had been eating away at me and just Stealing away my joy. I had learned how to mask my pain and put on my happy face and just bury all of that pain. And what I learned is that unresolved grief is almost always about those things that we wish had been different or better in a relationship with someone important to us, a relationship that has ended, whether through death or for another reason. I also learned that unresolved grief is so often about those those undelivered communications of a, a, a personal nature. So it's those things that we either we never had a chance to communicate, we never had a chance to say those things that were really important to us to say, or that when we said them, we felt we weren't being heard. And then finally, mm-hmm. unresolved grief is also about those unrealized hopes and dreams and expectations we had for that relationship that never happened. Yeah. And that can be a lot of different things, a lot of different things. Yeah. So if somebody if somebody is grieving, there's usually um you know, and it, you're not dealing with these feelings um and mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh and we stuff them down cuz our society says we're supposed to be putting on that happy face, as you said. But yes. there are physical things that happen 
when we do that. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, depression can actually be a sign that there's unresolved grief just eating away at us inside. That's one sign. Depression can be a sign of unresolved grief in our lives. And another one is lack of energy. Grieving and and just walking through our lives carrying around a lot of unresolved grief can actually make us feel extremely exhausted carrying around all of that Mm -hmm. unresolved stuff in our lives. And here's another one that I will admit that really came up in my life, and I had no idea why. And that's having overreactions. Because when we bury all of that emotional pain, it does not disappear. And there are definitely, I can tell you that there's, there were many times in my life when somebody said something or something happened. And really, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was actually shocked at my own overreaction. But it, what it did, that one comment or that one event, is it brought to the surface all of that unresolved emotional pain that I buried deep down inside. And oh boy, it was an explosive overreaction. So that can also be a sign mm. of grieving. And another one is just low-grade anger, like just being constantly on edge and not even understanding why we're feeling so extremely irritable. And another one is not being able to be fully present, like being, let's say, being in a, a room full of people and yet just feeling totally disconnected, maybe physically being present, but not really being present. So there are many, many different signs that yeah. we are carrying around unresolved grief in our lives. That, that's really powerful. And I think probably all of us can I either identify something within ourselves or certainly within maybe other people uh, that would perhaps qualify for some of those things and be mm-hmm. uh, a, a signal that somebody has some stuff that they haven't been dealing yeah. with. Um, right. And, the, you know, when we primarily we think about grief first and foremost when someone dies, um, and there's many different ways in which death happens. Uh, mm-hmm. For some people, it's a long terminal illness, and mm-hmm. that can bring up some real conflicting feelings when someone mm-hmm. finally does pass in the family that's that's left behind. Share a little bit what that might be like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll actually get real personal here and tell you that last summer, a friend of mine died from cancer at age 40. And I had been involved in caring for him when he was recovering from surgery. And and I even had the privilege of spending some of his last conscious moments with him. And I'll tell you that there were definitely conflicting feelings because it was so hard to see my friend in so much pain and just suffering and so there was there was a bit of relief actually knowing that he didn't have to suffer anymore and wasn't in so much pain and so there was that feeling but then there was oh gosh just the devastation of no longer having him here with us and and this time of year actually last year my husband's birthday is at the beginning of December and we had a game night and my friend would still 
with us a year ago and we were playing Ticket to Ride together. Mm. And so, so again, it, it really did bring up those conflicting feelings for me recently of, of well, my friend's no longer hurting and suffering, but, but we miss him terribly. And it was just so sad to have that empty seat at the table. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, we're going to have to take another break here. Um, we can continue our conversation about grief and holidays and all kinds of things when we come back. Um, this is a Flame Ministry on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Stay tuned. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. We are back, and I am Pastor Kathleen Panning, your host for Aflame Ministry, and here on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And my guest is Robin Hartsmith, and we're talking about grief. And before the break, Robin, you were talking about how uh, your friend who had cancer and uh, had passed yeah. away after a period of time, a struggle with that, and you missed him, but also we're glad that he's not suffering anymore. And one of the things yeah. that can happen uh, with that is people feel guilty about being glad mm-hmm. that someone isn't suffering in that. So uh, if you want to say a little bit more about that. Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad that you brought up the G word, guilty, because mm-hmm. the the truth is, is that that word is really an un helpful word for anybody who's grieving, for anyone with a broken heart, because something we learned at the Grief Recovery Institute is that to remember that the the definition of the word guilt implies intent to harm. 
And of course, we we never wanted any harm to come to our loved one. Of course, our we miss them, and and our hearts are broken. But that that word sometimes it can be we get it confused, thinking that that we we tell ourselves, oh, I just feel so guilty for for allowing myself to be glad that he's no longer hurting or suffering. But but that that feeling that, that he's no longer hurting and, and being able to feel glad about that comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of not wanting somebody we love to suffer. So there's absolutely no intent to harm there. There's no guilt there. Yeah, and, and that's really important for people to remember because, yeah, I I hear that many times as have have heard it many mm-hmm. times as a pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one the opposite end of the spectrum of of losing someone in death is the shock of a very sudden loss, and yes. talk a little bit about how that's different sometimes than, you know, a protracted illness or some. Uh, suffering like that well absolutely when somebody dies unexpectedly oh gosh we are really left with so many things that we wish we'd been able to say to that person (laughs) we wish we'd been able to do together and that shock of this person is is gone and they're just they're they've left our lives and it's just it's way too early and we we didn't have a chance to to say what we wanted to say, or we can really get get stuck there with a lot of unresolved grief when somebody leaves us un, unexpectedly. And again, I'm just going to go back to the importance of having a safe person to talk these things through with, because otherwise, if we just grieve alone and hold all of that pain deep inside of us, it's going to eat away at us. It's so important that we have someone who will listen as we're able to express and really talk about those feelings of losing someone just so unexpectedly and on all of those things we wish we'd been able to do or say. And sometimes it's not just having one person. That's really important, that there's at least one person who we can share these things with. Thank you. But. There's, there's also the aspect of a community, and that's where faith communities can really come into play as yes. well. Share some of that, please. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Gosh, the importance of having uh, a supportive community in the face of our darkest moments is just so, so vital. It makes a world of difference when we're, we're being supported and loved and just embraced by a faith community, people who can get us. And and in those moments, it's so important that when, when somebody expresses, they, they somebody who's grieving, they might be angry and they might have just a, a huge range of different feelings and emotions. But if they can find that support in their community where they are loved unconditionally and not judged, and just given permission to feel, it can make a world of difference. Yeah, as we're sitting here and doing the show, um, former President 
George Herbert Walker Bush is, his body is lying state in the Capitol Rotunda. And there's people from around the country and tomorrow around the world when there's the service uh, who are coming and they're expressing appreciation. And, you know, if, if there's a wake or some sort of visitation at the time of a death, sometimes it's really hard for a family, um, but it's also uh, very therapeutic potentially to hear how the loved one impacted the lives of other people. Can you share a little bit more yeah. about that kind of thing? Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for bringing that out. You know, um, again, this is this is very personal. Well, my friend who died left behind three amazing teenage sons. And we had, hmm. after the funeral, there was a celebration of life ceremony. And just for them to be able to hear story after story about their father and just the impact that their father had on their lives. I mean, these are things that these boys, they will remember forever. And to be able to hear stories, even childhood stories of of their father um, and just, just having those beautiful, beautiful memories that they can hold within their hearts was just so valuable, so valuable to have that. Yeah, and uh, I'll add a personal story, too, because my father passed away last February, and mm-hmm. at his memorial service, um, there were former employees and uh, colleagues and everything who were there, uh, and I mean, he was 94, so he lived a long, good life, but mm-hmm. hearing some mm-hmm. of their stories and what they appreciated uh, and how um, he had touched and impacted their lives and uh, some others, uh, other aspects of things that I hadn't heard before. And because of his death, mm-hmm. was invited to uh, the place where he used to work and uh, to see some of the work that he had done and helped create uh, from the wow. people who are currently the, the owners of that business. So, it, it opens a lot of possibilities to be able to have those people come and share their feelings yeah. and their hopes yeah. and dreams and uh, experiences. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah that, that supportive community in so many different ways. And one of the things, though, is to remember that the support doesn't end. We have to remember these people to, so that our support doesn't end after the funeral. But we have to take another break. So we'll come back and continue that conversation after our break. This is A Flame Ministry on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. We'll be right back. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. 
Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Psychologist, master certified coach, and CEO of the executive and organizational development firm True North Leadership, Dr. Relly Nadler brings his expertise in emotional intelligence to keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. He is the author of Leader's Playbook and Leading with Emotional Intelligence that lays out tips and tools for effective leadership. Dr. Nadler has designed multi day executive boot camps for high achievers in Fortune 500 companies and has coached CEOs, presidents and their staff and developed and delivered innovative leadership programs for such organizations as Anheuser-Busch, BMW, MCI, EDS, DreamWorks Animation, the U.S. Navy and Vanguard Health Systems. To learn more and get your free iPhone app highlighting his tools with videos, leadership keys, visit www.truenorthleadership.com today. We are back here on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio, and I am your host, Pastor Kathleen Penning for Aflame Ministry, and my guest today is Robin Hart Sutton. Uh, make sure I get that right, because I goofed it up the last time around. Uh, she is a grief recovery specialist, a certified grief recovery specialist, and we're talking about, yes, grief and grieving, and the, especially during this time in the holidays. And before the break, Robin, you were talking about um, the, the need for a supportive community mm-hmm. and uh, how important that is and how important that is to continue. But before we get there, yeah. um, you know, there are times where people turn away from the the very mm-hmm. people who can be the most helpful, and it, say a little bit more about that, please. Yes, yes. Well, sadly, sometimes grievers do turn away from from the very people who could really be the most helpful and supportive to them during their darkest moments, their family, their friends, and and their faith communities. And sometimes that happens because they feel pressure especially after six months or after it's getting close to a year to act recovered, to act like, okay, they're over it, they're better, because they're, they, they feel that if they were to allow people to know that their hearts are still broken, that they are still missing their loved ones terribly, that they might be judged by others and Unfortunately, there are some unhelpful comments that often get shared with grievers that minimize their pain instead of validating what they're going through. Yeah, we could probably do a whole show on that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the reality is people do need continuing support and um, yes. realizing that no grief process, there's no one grief process. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. not like you do A, B, C, and D, and, and, you know, (laughs) follow a certain pattern. Uh, 
So it, it's it's really important to allow people to grieve in their way and their time. Um, yes. And yes. continue to be there to support them in how they're doing it. So, yes. um, but that that brings us to another thing, and that the the, the kind of cultural myth, if you wish, that time heals mm-hmm. all wounds. Oh, yes. Uh, please Thank say something. Thank you for bringing that one up. Yes, yes. Well, yes. Well, um, that is a, a myth that has been around for so long. That, oh, just give it time. You'll feel better. Time will heal it. Time does not heal it anymore mm. than if I were to fall down and have a uh, just a horrible gash in my arm. And uh, if that were to happen, to just say, oh, I'll just give it time. Time will heal it. And obviously that's ridiculous. When we have physical wounds, we take action immediately. We get help. And emotional wounds are similar in that they don't just go away with time. Often they can just fester and and get even worse over time if we're not Mm -hmm. tending to them, if we're not getting help. So true. Um, th- th- how can people do that? How, what are some ways to start? Uh, uh, you have something called short-term uh, relieving behaviors. What are, What is that about? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, because, yes, um, most of us live in a society where it's even considered normal to act recovered and, you know, put on that happy face and tell the world we're fine when nothing could be further than the truth. Well, to keep that up, often we develop certain behaviors, especially at times like the holiday when we are being triggered and and we are feeling all of that emotional pain coming to the surface. Well, we develop these behaviors that have a name. They're called short-term energy-relieving behaviors. And Many of us engage in these behaviors to numb ourselves and distract ourselves from emotional pain. And over the holidays, well, that could be overeating, oversleeping. Sometimes people drink too much. It, often we're, we're engaging in these activities because we don't want to feel. We want to numb ourselves from that pain. Mm-hmm. And well, those are definitely unhealthy behaviors to engage in. And you ask, well, what can we do? What can we do when our hearts are hurting and those painful feelings and emotions are surfacing? Well, again, it's finding somebody who will listen to us and allow us to talk about what we're feeling in their presence without judgment, without interruption, to really be heard is is one of the best things we can do for ourselves is finding that safe person or or safe people and Mm -hmm. we can look within our faith communities for that to find somebody who will listen to us without judgment and just allow us to to be real and feel what we need to feel instead of just stuffing all of that down yeah, and yeah, you know, sometimes people feel safest talking with someone they don't know for whatever reason that yeah. is, uh, and yeah. so that's right. where um, you know 
maybe because they have heard judgmental type words from yeah. you know, uh, yeah. somebody else that they do know. Uh, and so they seek out somebody um, uh, maybe like yourself or, or uh, mm-hmm. some other therapist or or a neighboring faith leader or uh, something like that. So um, there are ways to deal with that as well so that, you know, you're not limited to just the people you know right off the bat. But how can somebody yeah. find, if they don't have someone they can immediately trust, how can somebody find that kind of a person? Yes. Well, there are actually thousands of other grief recovery specialists around the world. And there's a website, Mm. The Grief Recovery Method. And by going there and just even putting, typing in your zip code, some grief recovery specialists can come Mm. up and often you can you can even schedule a, just a, a free consultation and have a chance to talk to that grief recovery specialist and see if you're the right fit to work together. Well, that sounds great. We're going to have to take another break, uh, and we'll talk some more about these kinds of things when we come back. This is a Flame Ministry here on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We're coming right back. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe Tashandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamrego one at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome back to A Flame Ministry here on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. I am your host, Pastor Kathleen Panning, and my guest today is Robin Hart Sutton, a certified grief recovery specialist. Um, Robin, with the with this being a holiday time, 
What are yeah. some tips, tricks, tools, especially that people can use well, anytime, but especially now during the holidays, if they're in a state of grief uh, and missing somebody, having loss, whatever kind of loss that may be, what are some things they can do? Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Well, one, one of the best things that we can do for ourselves when our hearts are hurting is to be gentle with our hearts and to be compassionate, even with ourselves, and to let go of all of those quote-unquote shoulds. Oh, I should be doing this, or I should be feeling that, or, and just tune in to what does my heart need right now at this moment, and give ourselves that gift. Is it a warm bath? Mm-hmm. Is it taking a, a nature walk? Is it going for coffee with my best friend who knows how to listen to me compassionately? Is it drawing a picture? Giving ourselves the gift of of being compassionate and gentle with our own heart when they're hurting can really help us during such a difficult time. One of the things I just thought of as you were talking about is uh, in our family, the tradition is to write a a Christmas letter that we send out with cards Mm -hmm. at the end of the year at this Mm -hmm. time. And um, it could be good to write a letter to the person uh, who is gone. Don't mail it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to do anything else with it, Mm -hmm. but uh, Mm -hmm. share those feelings and get them out in a, a letter. And somehow the, the act of writing sometimes is very therapeutic for people. Uh, and you can yeah. put put anything in that letter you want to, and nobody else has to see it. So that's a, a good that's way right. to, yeah. for some people to, yeah. Yeah, to deal certainly. with that kind of oh, thing. Can, Are the, yes, yes. Yeah, you bring up journaling. That's a, another way to do that. Um, mm-hmm. How about the, those uh, short-term energy-relieving behaviors that we create that aren't helpful? Um, you talk mm. about going for a walk in nature. Are there any other ways that we can tweak those things to something more helpful? Oh, okay. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Okay, so so the short-term energy-relieving behaviors that are unhealthy, they're just, they're just anything we're doing to numb ourselves from emotional pain. But they can actually be a huge indicator for us of what's actually going on in our hearts. And, for example, if, let's say, uh, um, I'm just shopping because that's my short-term energy-relieving behavior, and I'm just spending an, you know, an exorbitant amount of time doing that to distract myself from my pain. Well, the next time I get ready to run out to that stirb and, and go shopping, I can ask myself, what am I trying to escape? What am I afraid of feeling right now? Or if my stirb is, is um, just overeating, oh, gosh, why am, I, why am I doing that? Because that will bring a lot of clarity in, into what is the feeling 
that I'm afraid to have. And then once I discover what that is, I can do those other things that are healthy. For example, talking to that safe person, going for a walk, writing that letter to get out what's on my heart that I need to share. Yeah, those are all really good things, uh, you know, tips, uh, using those, what we might call negative behaviors, as a way to prompt a question, uh, not as a judgment right. on ourselves, but as a question, yes. uh, okay, yeah. what's what's going on inside? Um, and, and one of the things that, as you're talking, it occurs to me, you know, we, we're really good about taking care of other people. Uh, especially as women, mm. we're taught how to yes. take care of yes. everybody else. We don't give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And um, yeah. we need to do that um, to find those healthy ways to take care of ourselves so that we can better take care of others. Um, Absolutely. And and you talk about self-compassion, and that's not being selfish. That's, uh, that's uh, you know, if we put it in biblical terms, uh, uh, both Jewish and Christian biblical terms and Muslim, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Right, and yes. if we don't love ourselves, we can't love others. So the self-care part of that. Um and so, what else might we be able to do or how to deal with the holidays in ways that are more helpful uh, when we're feeling a time of loss? Well, just just going back to what you brought out, because I just think it's so important. Because so many of us have often, we feel, oh, but that's selfish to tune into what I need right now, it, it comes more natural to just tune into everybody around us. I just wanted to read a short quote from this book called The Compassion Code by Laura Jack. And it's talking about, first of all, how to help somebody else. But then the first tip here is compassion for self, relating kindly to self, giving permission to feel. And, the, and then it says, oh, the reason is as human beings, we are imperfect. And compassion for self is understanding and accepting that. And the more we nourish ourselves with compassion, the more ability we will have to share it with others. That's so true, so true. We have to take another break. This is a Flame Ministry on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Please stay tuned. We're coming right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People 
people with disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. This is Flame Ministry on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I am your host, Pastor Kathleen Panning. My guest today uh, is Robin Hart Sutton, a certified grief recovery specialist. And Robin, we've covered a lot of ground here. Um, What's one or two gems that you would like to leave with people? Well, I wanted to share that another myth that is so unhelpful is grieving alone. And for so many years, that, that is what I did. And, and I thought that I was being strong by not allowing anybody to know that I was really hurting, that I needed help. And... Now I know that actually true strength and courage is reaching out for help and for ta- and talking to somebody. Because as grievers, we need to be heard. We need to be able to talk about what we're feeling and what we're experiencing. And I just wanted to invite anybody out there who is hurting and, and who would like to get on a free call with me a free online to have a free online consultation with me at my website which is you can find me at www.robin r-o-b-i-n sutton s-u-t-t-i-n dot com and i would just love to meet you and have a chance to to hear your story Thank you, Robin. That That's absolutely wonderful, and I hope people take advantage of your free offer to have a consultation. Uh, and again, Robin's website is www.robin, R-O-B-I-N, Sutton, S-U-T-T-I-N, dot com, um, for the opportunity to talk with her. Um, and, and thank you for sharing all of these wonderful tips and ideas uh, 
especially at this time of the year when everybody thinks they're supposed to be happy and the reality is we're not always that way. Um, you know, for people, for you to reach out to me, if you have comments about the show today, I'd uh, love to hear those. Please go to um, boldbravemedia.com forward slash aflame hyphen ministry, and you'll find the page there. And please, uh, this will be show number 41. So please go and leave any comments. We'd love to hear those. Uh, if you have ideas for other shows, uh, other guests, I'd love to hear that as well. Uh, you can reach out to me through that um, boldbravemedia.com or through my Facebook page, which is A Flame Ministry Consulting on Facebook, uh, and also my website, which is www.aflameministryconsulting.com. Um, and you can find me in those places. Uh, and one of the things I do is work with people to help them um, learn, help faith leaders uh, unleash God's love in themselves and their ministry using their own fascinating gifts. So uh, that way you can generate more collaboration and innovation and celebration in order to get the results you want and serve God in love and all that you do. And so please reach out to me to learn more about that. Uh, have some free gifts and uh, free time with you folks as well in, as we do that. So thank you all for being here. Again, Robin, thank you for your time and sharing what you have shared with us. We will be back next week with another show. Uh, and this is a wonderful platform. I love sharing with you folks. Blessings to you. See you again. This has been a Flame Ministry with your host, Pastor Kathleen Panning. Tune in each week as Kathleen guides you through the many challenges that face our faith-based communities today as she ignites the ministry of your faith community so that more people can hear the message of God's love on Kathleen Panning's A Flame Ministry. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.